Hello everyone, this is Urvashi Chahan. Welcome to Quotes Today by Live Law. We bring you the latest and in-depth legal coverage, coming to you with a brief of what all happened in the Indian courts today. Starting with the Madras High Court, which today heard pleas challenging continuation of Tamil Nadu Cabinet Minister Senthil Balaji as a minister without portfolio. The petitioners had challenged the press note issued by the state on 16th June, according to which the government had transferred the portfolios that were allocated to Balaji, but said that he would continue as a minister without portfolio. Calling the press note issued by the government invalid, it said that the governor had not agreed to the proposal to allow Balaji to continue as a minister without portfolio, but the government went against the will of the governor. As you know, Balaji was arrested by the ED on 13th June in connection with cash for job scam, which allegedly occurred during his tenure as the transportation minister under the AIA-DMK regime between 2011 and 2016. The court today noted that though the governor had not agreed to keep Balaji as a minister without portfolio, he had not passed any orders discharging him or removing him as a minister. The bench of Chief Justice S.V. Ganga Purwala and Justice P.D. Audi Kesavulu questioned as to how could the court pass any orders under Article 226 of the Constitution against continuation of Balaji as a minister without portfolio when no such specific direction had been made by the governor. The matter has been posted for 7th July for further consideration. And now coming to an update on the West Bengal Panchayat elections. In the wake of alleged violence, an urgent petition was mentioned today before the Calcutta High Court seeking declaration of state emergency and stoppage of elections to be held on 8th July. The plea was moved before a division bench of Chief Justice Sivang Nanam and Justice Ajay Kumar Gupta. Several petitions have been filed in the High Court alleging illegal and lackadaisical conduct of the State Election Commission in the election process. The bench has assured that it will be taken up in due course. The court today also heard PILs filed by petitioners claiming to be independent voters regarding the unopposed elections of candidates against 274 seats of the Canning I block in the Panchayat elections. It was claimed by the petitioners that desirous candidates were not allowed to file nominations and this had in turn affected the right of the electorate to choose leading to unopposed victories for ruling party candidates. The bench took exception to the fact that the PIL may have been politically motivated as a similar petition filed by the prospective candidates who complained of being stopped from filing nominations from the same block is also pending before single judge bench of Justice Amrita Sinha. The court found substantial similarities between the recitals and prayers of both writ petitions. At least seven to nine paragraphs and eight grounds were similar. The font was also identical, thus giving rise to a suspicion of malafide. The matter will now be taken up on next Monday. Stay tuned with us. In a significant news, the Gujarat High Court has quashed the FIR against an octogenarian woman observing that there was a rampant misuse of Section 498A of IPC by complainants to harass family members of the husband in the present case.
In the FIR registered in 2016, the 86-year-old woman and her son were accused by her daughter-in-law of demanding dowry and harassment. The situation worsened due to the husband's alleged extramarital affair, leading the complainant to separate from her in-laws. The complainant said that she faced physical abuse from her husband and she filed an FIR against him, the in-laws and the woman involved in the alleged illicit relationship. The court found that the applicant being the mother-in-law of the complainant was wrongly implicated. Justice Sandeep N. Bhatt said that the FIR would cause greater hardships to the 86-year-old and no fruitful purpose would be served if such further proceedings were allowed to be continued. The bench also said that the court must ensure that criminal prosecution is not used as an instrument of harassment or for seeking private vendetta. To know more about the case, you can visit livelaw.in. The Madhya Pradesh High Court has refused to quash an order of the MP MLA court Gwalior taking cognizance of a defamation complaint filed against former State Chief Minister Digvijay Singh for his alleged remark that the BJP and RSS people were detectives of Pakistan. A private complaint was filed by the respondent Avdesh Singh under Section 499 and 500 of IPC stating that he was an advocate by profession, a worker of RSS and an inviting member of the BJP. The complaint alleges that in August 2019, Digvijay Singh, the petitioner, falsely blamed the workers of RSS and BJP for being detectives of Pakistan. And he also said that most of the persons who were caught working for ISI were mostly non-Muslims. Digvijay Singh had approached the court primarily on the ground that the order of the magistrate to register the defamation complaint was passed without any application of mind as the complaint was not maintainable at the behest of the respondent and ought to have been filed by RSS or the BJP. However, the court observed that since the complainant was a Hindu and was related to both the organizations, his image and feelings directly or indirectly got damaged. The Madras High Court through a circular has issued directions to the judicial officers in the Tamil Nadu State Judicial Service and the Puducherry Judicial Service asking the judicial officers to refrain from the practice of presenting shawls and other mementos to the judges while meeting them. It also directs the officers to not visit the residence of the judges for requesting any favours like promotion or transfer. The High Court also said that the judicial officers shall not leave the court during court hours or receive any hospitality from any advocate or litigant public. Additionally, the circular refrains the officers from addressing any communication directly to the judges and directed for it to be addressed only to the registry. To read the entire notification, you can visit our website at livelaw.in. The Karnataka High Court has acquitted three youths convicted and sentenced to suffer life imprisonment for charges of murder, holding that there were material contradictions in the evidence of eyewitnesses to the incident and the prosecution had failed to corroborate their evidence with any other material. A division bench of Justice K. Somshekhar and Justice Rajesh Rai K. acquitted K. R. Pushpesh, P. V. Vinaya and K. R. Radish who were sentenced to suffer simple imprisonment for life for murdering one Noshir.
The Guwahati High Court Bar Association has decided to hold a protest tomorrow against the state government's decision to shift the High Court from Guwahati to Rangmahal in the Kamrup district on north bank of River Brahmaputra. The association has also submitted a memorandum to the President of India demanding revocation and expressing its deep anguish and resentment on the decision to shift the High Court. According to the memorandum, the proposal to shift the High Court, if implemented, would cause a great deal of hardship to the lawyers practicing in the High Court and the various other courts and tribunals located in the city as they have built up their establishments and chambers in the city. And a lot of time would be lost every day in traveling to various courts from different parts of Guwahati. While interpreting a clause in the recruitment advertisement which stated that preference had to be given to female candidates, the Patna High Court has observed that the plea of preference to a female candidate would have no meaning when merit of other candidates has not at all been considered and such female candidate has been directly appointed. The court made the observations while quashing the appointment and regularization of a woman candidate on the post of librarian at Dr. APJ Abdul Kalam Women's Institute of Technology. The court granted the Lalit Narayan Mithila University Darbanga liberty to make fresh appointment on the post of librarian in accordance with law and after giving opportunity to all eligible candidates. And lastly, the Guwahati High Court has dismissed a petition filed by a person who had taken admission in the MBBS course at Guwahati Medical College in 2009-10 but could not attend classes and appear in the examination due to his prolonged illness. The petitioner wanted to resume his studies after a gap of over 13 years. Justice L. Jamir said that the court could not permit the petitioner to be admitted to the first-year MBBS course for the next or immediate semester as it would amount to depriving the candidates who had already been selected for the same. The court also noted that since the petitioner did not appear in any examinations, the Guwahati University had no record with regard to his registration. Thank you for watching. If you wish to know more details about the cases I mentioned here, you can visit our website at www.livelaw.in. Stay ahead with quick legal updates only on Live Law. Do not forget to like, share and subscribe and support us.